Hey, you're listening to No Limits, PlayStation podcast. The Game Awards are this week. Yay! Welcome to No Limits, PlayStation podcast. You know, I said hello, internet, instead of hello, everyone. That's what PS- And then you also said welcome, which then sent my brain off down the Bo Burnham path of welcome to the internet. I think, I feel like, yeah. So, that's a good song, though. It is. I think I was plagiarizing PSVG when I said, yeah, I think welcome, internet. No, it's hello, either say hello or welcome, internet. Hello, world is like the first line of code that you write. Right, right. It was the first line of code I, I ever wrote. Same with me. Um, before F the world was the second. Okay. My name is Taylor, and you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. And I'm joined by my co-hosts. You just heard her voice, Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Hi. And Sam. Hi, Sam. Uh, Sam. <laughs> Sam doesn't. <laughs> mm, Sam doesn't feel like verbalizing right now, so we'll wait. Remember, you can find the video version of this podcast over on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. Sporadic. Hello. Hey there, buddy. Oh, look at there. We hear Venom statue and Grogu, right? That's his name? Yeah. Baby Yoda is his name. Mm. Is Grogu gendered? I think they say him. Yeah, he's 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 a boy. Is a little bit of a boy. He, well, he's technically he's, he's actually quite old, but he's, he looks like a baby. And and Yoda years, all right. Just a baby. Yeah. Does does Grogu's race have an official name? Nope. Just we're just calling him Yoda. Yeah. Good. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> you can find the video version of this podcast over on YouTube.com, like I was saying, slash Save the Game Media every Tuesday. And while you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we are on all your favorite podcast services. We would love it if you could leave us a review. It helps us grow and we would love any feedback. If you want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons did. Bucky Blue, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai Knight, Cypher Primus, Brenz and Myers, Marcus Neal, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, the Xbox Expansion Pass, Alpaca Tom, Lee Navarro. You can also check out our YouTube at Save the Game Media and Twitter at Save Game Media and the Discord. Links are on the show notes. How are we doing today, Sam? <laughs> Weirdly, still, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine, Taylor. Can you tell? Stop um, faking it. I weirdly, for some reason, still have the remnants. Not the well. I know that my, game. In terms of my throat, I have the remnants of the cold. As in, it's just like I've got a tickly throat, and it's just persistent. It stays that way. It's a good name for a band. Time. Remnants of the cold. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say tickly throat. Honestly, and I was like, what? I mean, that too. That also <laughs> well, Sam, if it keeps dragging on, please see your primary care physician. Yes, I can. I don't have one. I can do it for free, you know. 
Oh, wait, is this the one where that you said moved or something? Yeah. What an asshole. Oh, wait, yeah. I can't curse on this podcast. Um, well, yeah, yes, I can. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to add the right now. I'm not going to add the explicit label when I go to upload this on Anchor. So hopefully Apple doesn't kill me for violating to you. It's US. fine. It was if this, I, this, if, like, if I marked it as explicit and it wasn't, no, if I mar didn't mark it as explicit and it was, is that a violation? I've done that all the time. It's, it's Taylor, chill. PG 13 movies are allowed one F bomb. They are. And that was, that was the one you, you did it. I mean, you, it wasn't an F bomb, but you know, you like, you got to be careful now, babe. Right. Um, besides that, besides the, the throat, I'm okay. I'm okay. Nice. It's uh, it's getting pretty pretty wintry over here in in England. Um, oh God. Okay. Is... Do you guys get snow where you are? Nope. No, not not where I am. England, uh, like uh, it stays cold and cloudy. Yeah, and wet. And wet. Like we get plenty of rain, but it never turns to snow. And if there is snow, it never settles because the ground's wet. So um, no wonder seen... you guys go everywhere to ski. I've had, we've had snow that settled that decent, like maybe three, four times in my life here. Um, so it's a pretty rare occurrence, but like up in the, up where it gets a bit higher, obviously, like in Wales and Scotland, obviously, the, it's, it's a bit more persistent and consistent. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Staying, staying cozy, busy as always business as usual so wait so you've never had a snow day <laughs> where, yeah, where oh you have God. well you, i mean no canceled not, not because of officially snow. yeah like i feel like icy roads yes but not for snow specifically that's sad it is yeah trust me there's nothing every, better than having school canceled. every winter wow, it was great it was every great winter great. we would check the website that would detail all the local school closures and we were like please 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 and then we'd realize there's no snow and then we're like well we're going into school i guess we did that every year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah there's not not much else going on with me to be honest it's uh it's pretty pretty tame um do, do, do you want me to tell you what I've been playing? Is it, am I doing that here as well? Nope. No. Shut up. No. <laughs> yep. My turn gone. Wait. How are you, Brie? Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> no, talk. You can talk about it. Yeah, Taylor. You know, make up your mind. I don't like this indecisiveness. Nope. I make an executive my, decision. We're going to talk about my indecisiveness. This, okay. Excellent. On. Uh, I'm, I'm setting up the segue for you. You know, I got you. Um, that was a shot in the dark. But apparently, I hit the nail on the head. So, um, <laughs> what have I been playing? Uh, a good amount of VR. Um, I've earned like five platinums this week, which is surprising because I wow. haven't had much free time. But I've just I've chipped off a few things that were in the background. Um, so I finished Mosh Mosh Moss Book Two. In VR, uh, excellent little platformer. Highly recommend. Um, that's the one where you you like you've got the little little mouse mouse mm -hmm. guy. I've sword. always wanted to play that. It's I have a VR. Cool. I don't know why I haven't. <laughs> I mean, both both. I mean, I, I've played obviously the first Moss and then the second one, and they're both very good. Um, I played through uh, Synapse, which is another VR game. Um, 
it was actually shown off in one of the last showcases. It's like a first-person shooter roguelike game. Uh, it's got David Hayter and Jennifer Hale as the leading voice actors in it. Mm. Um, kind of like super hot, but n got nothing to do with time manipulation. But it, it it's kind of like that fast, frenetic, try to get through the levels as efficiently as possible when you get ra rankings and ratings and stuff. And you can unlock permanent upgrades. And, you know, uh, that was that was fun. Had a good time. Um, and I'm still trying to get through Call of the Mountain Horizon VR. Um, but weirdly, it's making me quite motion sick every time I'm playing it. And I can only do very short bursts, which is bizarre for me, considering how experienced I am with VR and how basically no other game has made me motion sick. But I don't, I don't know what it is. I've tried it with like the vi vignettes when I turn and I just can't nail it down. But something about that game really gives me cold sweats after like 10 minutes which is absurd and unfortunate because i probably would enjoy the game a lot more if i didn't have to keep stopping and starting uh what else have i played i played through um i played through crisis actually crisis remastered um is that on ps plus or is that on uh, EA Play on Game? And I don't see them play Game Pass. Or do you just buy it? I think it's on PlayStation Plus. Let's see. The, the reason I, I hesitate is because I did technically buy the remastered trilogy, but I feel like I already had the first one through Plus. Crisis Remastered. It. Yep, it's included on the yeah. Classics catalog, actually. So premium. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um yeah, no, that that was a good, good, good nostalgia trip for me. Very easy platinum, actually. Is it? Uh, so I never, uh, of course, on the list of games I never played was the Crisis trilogy. I know Crisis yeah. Three was mixed, but did people? It seemed like at least Crisis Two people liked the narrative, or was it really just you know, you know, the kind of run uh, Crisis? Is it just really just the, the the technical spectacle? No, no rhyme yeah, intended. Yeah, it's kind of an overhyped franchise, I think. Um, it's more, it's more the nostalgia for me than anything else. I think people liked the story in two and the gameplay of three, but they kind of screwed up the other in each title. So like the mm. gameplay in two wasn't excellent, and then the um, story in three wasn't great. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, no, play through that first one, and I actually went into the second. Or is it the second one? No, it's not. It's Okay, well, I played through the PSP version of the first medieval on my oh, PlayStation. The first medieval. Who's going to call medieval? Mm -hmm. or, or medieval, I suppose, is the pronunciation. Where you play as the the skeleton dude. Mm -hmm. um, nice little, very basic third person hacky slashy thing. Um, took me a couple of hours to finish. Uh, and then I'm playing Redacted, which I can't talk about. Um, so is it Bloodborne too? Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, still at 30 FPS though. <laughs> I did. Not that I'm playing it, but I did. I did actually try to get into the um, 
Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, they have like a closed alpha test that's happening right now. And you could like oh. just send in your email and maybe get a code to try mm-hmm. it. Wasn't successful, but I, I tried. I've, I know people who may or may not be playing it. And apparently, through my own speculation, that is not informed by anything but myself, that the game's better than you think it is. That's the sentiment I've heard. Um, And, you know, again, this is coming from the lunatic who platinumed Marvel's Avengers twice. You Um, twice, okay. (laughs) So... I'm I'm I was inherently interested anyway. Obviously, I like Rocksteady as well, but uh, you like Rocks, yeah. Everything I've heard is that I like. It's rocks. still the game you think it is, but it's better than you would think. So I heard the story is also a lot better than you might think, which is reassuring because that is typically what Rocksteady have done pretty good at. Dude, Arkham, and of course we have this. You guys saw the Switch Arkham trilogy. Ports came yeah. out and Arkham Knight is kind of unplayable. Mm-hmm. Again, if you guys remember at launch, Arkham Knight was unplayable. It, it was removed from Steam for a time because it was unplayable on PC. Um, yeah. But Arkham City, dude, I still look on Arkham City as. Oh my God. It Okay. I might, might need to put that on. I originally did not put that on my top 25 list. We'll be talking about this in the post show. Our top 25 mm. games of all time. I might need to make a last minute change and put it on there. Mm. Arkham City, dude. Okay. I know there's something. There there has to be at least one game that I forgot that should be on my list and isn't. It's all right. That's all right. If you want to hear more of that, subscribe to our Patreon for an end in the new year. We'll make a for, more formal announcement of all the changes coming to our Patreon over the next couple of weeks. Um, Kevin exclu- already announced. Oh, he did. Whoops. Okay, the exclusive I'm content, sorry. right? This is this is where you're not on Twitter, Taylor. This is hurting, you know. Or no, I should listen to X Talk this week. That's my fault. It was posted on the Discord as well. Yeah, it was posted okay, post on attention. the Discord. All right, you know what? Let me go to the Discord, guys. <laughs> Listeners, if you made it this far, you should. You should. All right, where did Kev post this? You posted in the general chat, Kev. He posted it in the Patreon one for sure. I don't you know. You can get in the Patreon for a single dollar. That's the key thing. Yeah. That well, is the key thing. But also you can $1. the exclusive content, the post shows and all that, it's also gonna be one dollar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's see. Here we go. The first of many changes, but we're pleased to announce that the three dollar <laughs> Patreon tier is no more and early audio access has been rolled into the one dollar tier we're also allowing a free day a free seven day trial for the one dollar tier for anyone that isn't currently a patron and wants to see if it's worth it that was what kevin wrote that's what he wrote all right maybe i'm talking about some public information before it's public Mm, anyway we have anything to hide that okay the thing i'm trying to say is the post shows all the patreon exclusive content is going to be rolled into one dollar tier right yes it is already. so for one dollar listen to the post show it can listen to our top 25 games yeah anyway nice Sam. Bree, what about you what have i been up to and how am i okay um so i'm well considering all of the chaos 
that shall not be named or talked about, I suppose. Um, I am a little bit tired. As I told you guys, I did not get a lot of sleep last night. <clears throat> the way I know that I'm tired is I woke up and started crying. <laughs> That's when I know I'm really tired. It's like when I just start crying for no reason. Um, so I am officially tired. I will be taking a little nap that's probably going to last three or four hours later. Um, is that a sleep or a nap? I don't know, but it's going to happen. If you're sleeping both nights to some extent, and then you do it again during the day, I think it's a nap. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, so what else? Um, I've been playing, um, Blasphemous. Um, oh, how is that? The original? It's Yeah, it's so good. It's so fun. I think um, I have it on some platform, either Epic or Steam. You probably have it on PlayStation because it's free. Oh, no, I have it. No, I had it. Oh, I have Blasphemous on I don't know how it got in my Steam library, but it's there. I didn't buy it. It's, it's a stunning game. Like, it's kind of gross because there's, like, some blood and stuff. But, like, the animation and the background art is out of this world stunning it's amazing um and the atmosphere of the game is so good uh there's there's so much really cool stuff with this game um and so much to explore it feels very like the map is very hollow knight-esque um so yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying the game i'm tentatively going to attempt to get a platinum of it the only reason I say this is because to get the platinum, you have to not heal during boss fights. Like you can't use a single heal. And I've done that now for three bosses and it has been a nightmare. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. Can you repeat again why you can't use single heal? Is that challenge opposed yourself? Or that's conditioned by the game. That's a condition for the platinum. One of the trophies. Oh, for the platinum is you can't. Yeah. You can't heal during any of the bosses. So we'll wow. see if I just get mad and just quit. But how, how many right now. How close have you gotten? Um we're talking like two hit, three, like or yeah, like is it far away? Is you feel like it's achievable? I mean, it's it's fairly like souls like where it's like you just have to like keep trying again and again and again. Well, no hit is different. And you have yeah, to me memorize every pattern to every it's not frame. no hit. It's not no hit, it's no heal. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah. no heal. Okay, okay. The so. no hit, there there is another um eldest souls has that platinum. Like to get the platinum for eldest souls is they have a no hit for all of the bosses, and that game is basically only yeah. bosses. Um, so yeah, that's why I didn't try to platinum that game. But Sam's going to. Nope. So can you grind for, can you level up and, and just grind out leveling up your health and then come back to these bosses? You, I th think you could. Um, some of the bosses are like the through room kind of like it is for Dark Souls where it's like in order to progress, you have to defeat that boss. But there's mm -hmm. a couple of branching paths that you can kind of wander on before like fighting that particular boss. Um, I will say that's probably not a great strategy for this game in particular because there's not a ton of fast travel. There is portals, but they're not very convenient. 
Um, so in order to get to the boss, you have to do a lot of like backtracking. So it's best to just beat whatever boss you're on. So it's not like straight linear. It's a Metroidvania. Yeah. It, it's, it's very similar to Hollow Knight in a lot of ways. I put Hollow Knight on my Steam wish list. Ugh, oh, I love Hollow Knight. Are we friends on Steam, Taylor? I hope not. Uh, what's your Steam name? <gasps> what did you just say to me? No, just kidding. Uh, uh, let me add friend. Be friendless. Hold on. Um, I think I'm listed under Ghost Leopard right now. All one word. I changed it a long time ago, so I, I think that... Well, there's Ghost Leopard. Okay, yeah, I found you. Adding. Unless there's another request. ghost leopard called Bree. We're friends now. We weren't before. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. So, I have been... Cool. All right, so I've been playing Alan Wake Remastered. I am two episodes, two episodes in, completed. Um, of well, there's six episodes I think, and then there's two special episodes that are DLC. So, for how much I'm going to play the game, I'll say I'm a quarter of the way through. Two out of eight episodes. It's really good, dude. It feels like I'm playing a Mike Flanagan Netflix show, and I love it. That's actually a really good description. Thanks. So what it feels like, and I'm like, I love these shows, and like I'm playing this game, and I'm like, it feels like I'm playing a haunting of. Mm -hmm. But know, it's even more interesting because you're like writing the torment that you're going through and it's, you don't know what's going on. It's very, you know, Stranger Things meets Twilight Zone meets Twin Peaks meets. I get really like the, the combat, man. The combat is what killed me. Like oh, I literally quit playing the game because oh. of the combat. It's okay. Gotcha. The, yeah, some of the lights, like there's some meta, like not optimization where it's do I brighten the flashlight when, or do I just hold it at the enemy after the, I've already, you know, broken their guard with the, and I flashed it brightly to conserve my power. And I've been doing that a little bit. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm just playing on normal though. <laughs> Thanks for the C message, Bree. Um, so that's been good. Oh, also there's, I love this, the sections of the game for night springs on the televisions. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, and in the remastered, um, I looked at a, a picture frame and there was a QR code <laughs> in the picture frame in the game. Have you noticed right. that, Sam? No. <laughs> I scanned it on my phone. It's an unlisted YouTube video from Remedy. That's the most Remedy thing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And keeping up with the Remedy theme, I toyed around with some Max Payne 1 yesterday because I was just... Ooh. I just felt like it. Um but yeah, Max Payne 1, you know, the graphics, the face models are really funny, but gameplay-wise, dude, bullet time is still fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been good. I also purchased Assassin's Creed Origins, Gold Edition, which I will play eventually. I promise. I'll, I will. I've been wanting to experience Egypt, an Egypt game, for a while. And Origins seems like the way, a good way to do that. Because um, Egypt is cool and I think underappreciated in the West compared to a lot of other sections of mythology and culture like Norse mm. or Greeks or, yeah. 
Until God of War goes there, right? Next. Until God of War goes to Egypt, right? Right. It's yeah. not going to be Egypt. That's a shame. Right. Um, also, I mean, never say never. Never say never. All right. Let me also t did, tell you guys. Did, about did you see what he was doing in Ragnarok, Brie? You know, when he, mm. he was doing lots of like sand stuff, Tai Chi things. Mm -hmm. Oh. We were also in an interdimension that was Sandy. Ragnarok. I mean, but was it was it was it Sandy? Because like that's also like the dust that what Faye was right. It's like ashy. Oh right, is that her? But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be sand. But... I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a God of War game in mainland China. Yeah, I think I think that's where they're going. Probably. I mean, Egypt makes sense because Corey said that he was going to do Egypt until he decided to do Norse. But I don't know. I've, I've got a I've got a feeling. It's a lot. Particularly because Eric Williams said specifically that Tia doing those like Tai Chi kind of Zen movements mm. were there for a reason. I was like, oh. um, maybe. And okay, the uh, <coughs> the indecisive foreshadowing I was referring to earlier. All right, so mm -hmm. therapy time. Earlier this week, I purchased uh, an Xbox Series X that was on a massive discount. Trader. Right. It was right. Mm -hmm. It was three hundred. I purchased it actually once, canceled it. I'm like, I don't need this. And then it came on sale for again for fifty dollars less than it was originally, and it bombed out at three fifty. I'm like, oh, uh, sure. Returnable until until January thirty first on Amazon. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, so I bought it. It's here. It's next to me. I haven't unboxed it. It's on the package. And I also have. I also bought a CPU for like one hundred eighty bucks for my computer. And I'm just like, one of them is going away for now. All right. One of them I'm keeping. One of them's leaving. And leaving, leaving in what way? Yeah, leaving. Uh, As in, you're get you're getting rid of it, rescinding the purchase. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like returning it ref and refunding it for either a CPU upgrade. Basically, I'm either doing right now. I'm either getting a. I'm either gonna just get a Series X for now, or upgrade my CPU on my computer, which doesn't necessarily need it. But I'm like, oh, my CPU seven years old. I probably should. It was more like or six years old, six and a half years old. I'm like, oh, I should do this. So and I made that decision after I canceled the initial Series X order. <laughs> and then I ordered it again a few days after. So now I have an Xbox and a CPU, and a CPU cooler. And either the CPU and its cooler is leaving or the Xbox is leaving. Now I've been debating, like, this is a greater conversation for me about how I want to have PC gaming in my life. In terms of, do I want to keep up with? I don't know. Do I want to keep PC gaming as the place where I play my third-party content, and or or relegated to my consoles or consoles? So, and also a greater conversation I'm having with myself about Game Pass, because really that's what a lot of this hinges on. It's so, like, the tentative conclusion I've come to is 
and this isn't me, I'm not trying to be a console fanboy when I say this, is like, do it, Taylor. I already have a Game Pass subscription that expires in December of next year. There's so many Game Pass games I can already access on PC. Mm -hmm. I've had that Game Pass subscription for like two years and I barely touched it. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was an artifact of PC because I haven't played much of my PC either, to be honest. But as of recent, I got a Bluetooth wireless dongle for my uh, Xbox controller for my computer that I already had. I got a new chair, so it's much more comfortable to play here and it's better for my back. And I started outputting audio to my speaker, so it's also more comfortable. I always prefer ambient audio to headsets when I'm playing games for the most part. And if I want to, I can get a really long HDMI cord and hook up my PC to my TV. And I'm like, so what's the upside? I'm like, and for it seems like it's all upside where it's on PC if all the games I'm interested in, I just purchase, you know, the I'll say this, the platform with the highest chance of digital preservation across time, I think is PC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can I'm just I... like adding to my digital bookshelf. I'm just like, if I want to play a game, I can just wait for a sale when it's like, you know, negative $2, put it there and put it in my bookshelf forever. Whereas on the Xbox, a lot of it for me just hinges on Game Pass where I'm like, my, I'm, I relegate a lot of what I play to on the Xbox to Game Pass. And I don't want to put myself in a box. And the third part of me is saying, Taylor, you're taking this too seriously. Play the games where you want to play them. And if you think you can play everything that you would play on your Xbox and your computer, and it's more comfortable for you to play on your computer now, just do that. Well, so first, first question, I just want to like, just make sure there's no option to keep both. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I could keep both, but I think it would be a poor financial decision because I'm moving next month and I don't know. In the short term, there's going to be a lot of costs over the next two months or month and a half. I still could, though. Yes. Okay. I guess. So if you need, like, uh, like, I don't want to say, like, justification, but, like, I think you could easily say that like one was your Black Friday purchase and the other was your like holiday gift to yourself. It was like my well, I'm not gonna say that word. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or holiday, yeah. or holiday. Yeah. If, yeah, right. If I want to justify both both of them, right? But I'm in the mindset where it's like But then you'd have to if you keep both, then you'd have to be like a little bit more conscious of your spending right of like yep. i can't get myself another gift for myself for a month or two yes well and also it also if you keep both you have to use both frequently enough to justify the purchase well you don't have here's, i don't have to well, but i, mean, I would you don't I would, have to but i would i would like for that to be the case here's yeah. here's the thing for me specifically for the pc the pc is always an investment right you're always upgrading your pc um like i just recently like like last night i was asking if i should like add bluetooth into my pc or just get an adapter that's what i so i just so, i just got the adapter that's what i was talking about for my controller it's a usb adapter on the back of the i put in the back of my yeah door. that's yeah. that's i ended up buying um what somebody recommended um so 
I I think that that PC upgrades are completely separate investment because you use PC more than just gaming, right? Like you use PC, you can use PC to watch videos, you can use PC to like record, you can use PC for a lot of different things that's not just gaming. And I feel like that's a separate investment from like buying an Xbox. And I'm not saying that you will or won't buy, like won't play your Xbox, but I'm saying that like the investment for your PC is, it feels like separate. Like it's, you'll be using your PC either way. Yeah, but I don't use it that much right now. It's other than recording this, I haven't used it much. But like over the past week, with the like with the wireless and the and being in the better chair I have now, and like I said, the speaker, it's more comfortable. And the option to hook my PC up to my 4K TV with along with like a nice HDMI cable, it's like I could create like the X quote Xbox experience I would have on the console with the hardware I already have. So that's why I'm kind of like... You could, but there's also less games available versus the Xbox, like in terms of Game Pass offerings. That's true, but my thing with PC is like, I buy it once on Steam, it's on my digital bookshelf forever. Mm -hmm. Whereas I play it on Game Pass. I don't know. I always had this feeling, whatever I like playing on Game Pass, if it's not Xbox first party, just could like leave in like two weeks and then... It's stupid, but that's never happened. But that's never happened before. That's just me like being anxious. (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, based on like the information and like what it seems, it seems like maybe like you're okay with just doing the PC upgrade and not having the Xbox. But I also know that you've been talking about getting an Xbox for quite some time. Yeah, but then I'm like, but and then I just then I'm like, but I can play all these Xbox games on the Xbox for Windows app. And then hook it up to my TV if I really want to do it on the couch from this point on. And it's like, and for the games that are not on PC, like for example, Gears 2 and Gears 3 are not playable on PC. There is xCloud that's included in my Game Pass subscription. Yeah. That's a stopgap where it's like. Well, here, let, let, Sam, what do you think? Um. I think, obviously, you you will at the end of the day know what is the best choice for you. But it, like surface level to me, the smartest choice would be if you are actively considering returning one of them. It makes far more sense to return the Xbox than it does the CPU, in my opinion. Because and it's because, not because I'm not trying to hit on Xbox. I can play the Xbox games on well, yeah. the yeah. Xbox themselves are shifting away from hardware to services. So it's yeah. like and, and that that's not a, a justification for my opinion. It's more that if you keep the Series X, there isn't re- I mean, obviously there is because you can still buy games a la carte, but realistically with the console, there is no other alternative other than Game Pass. Whereas with if you're maintaining a PC, not only do you have access to PC Game Pass, as you say, but you are also sustaining it for Steam and for Gold and, and for and Epic and, and yeah. everything else. Um, and with PC Game Pass, you will realistically be able to play the majority of any games that you wanted to with an Xbox controller. So you could still, as you say, hook up to TV with an Xbox controller, get the console experience. Right. But you aren't 
hamstrung to a console that realistically in the in the i guess most brutal sense possible serves no other purpose than to be an access point for a lot of people to get game pass without having to buy a pc right and but it's also got a PC, so a shift for me for just like third-party content on playstation 2 or sorry mm. on playstation additionally is that switch for that matter is just like it's not first party just like throw it on my like throw it in my digital collection indefinitely it's just like have it there forever and with the rise and also part of my thinking is this might be a thing for next year like deep into the year i might be thinking about the switch 2 is coming out but i'm like if i'm playing on my pc more dude one of the pc handhelds could be a great travel option too to have my whole game lib like my whole game library outside yeah. of first party content with me yeah it just seems hard to yeah so I think that's what I'm going to do. And not that it factors in too much because obviously you've got a PS5 and everything, but PlayStation is also making a push into PC. Right. If I play Days Gone, so it'll probably be on PC. <laughs> you'll have access to any first-party title within reason, obviously not day one, unless it's a multiplayer title. Well, within like one to three years, right? Yeah. So anything that you've missed out on, you will have the choice of picking up discounted on PlayStation or discounted on PC. So you've got that too. Right. I'm also considering dropping my PS Plus subscription. That's another hot take. And just moving away from game subscriptions and just owning the games I want to play, waiting for them to go into sale, just putting them in my library, but digitally. Yes, Taylor. Yes. This is coming from a PlayStation Plus premium person. <laughs> so, yeah. Choice is yours. But I, I, I would argue one choice makes more sense than the other. Yeah, and I'm like having the but, box is nice, but I'm like, and I haven't played my PC for a while, but it's now I have all the tools to where that's just more comfortable, and I. So I think that's a shift I'm just going to make. If it's not a PlayStation exclusive, I'm going to try to get it on PC. If I didn't get Nier Automata on the PlayStation sale last week, because that game goes and sell rarely, for the record, especially on PC, um, I would have camped out for a PC sale, probably. Mm -hmm. I got American Nightmare. I'll make American Nightmare on PC. I, oh, I have Control Ultimate Edition on PC. I got that for free on GOG. It's like the, the string of Remedy games that I said I was going to play. You know, Alan Wake to Control to Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Plan to do that on PC. But... I guess it's not me trying to get console worry or P PC versus console. I'm just trying to like the best the, for minor amount of inconvenience at this point, I can just bring my library forward indefinitely. I would argue there are less reasons to possess an Xbox box than there are to maintain a well-running PC. Yeah, maybe wouldn't have said that five years ago, but here we are. Yeah. Bree's eyes just lit up. Sorry, I was looking. I got completely distracted. Completely. It's okay. We're already 40 minutes and we haven't covered a, a single story. So I just question. found a round trip flight for my next trip that I want to do for $620, which is really low. So. Um, 
Awesome. All right. Well, we have six stories. We're 40 minutes in. I have a question. Do we want to think, maybe cover stories one through th three and then see where we're at? I think those will actually be pretty quick. Maybe just yeah, to start going think, through it. Yeah. Quick, okay. Um, yeah, I guess starting off, I can get the first one. So we're at 40 minutes, 18 seconds. You know, listeners, as much as we record this podcast and it's public, we also do it for us. So 40 minutes and not talking about news yet. It's all right. We're all friends. There are podcasts that go on way longer than that ours too. So uh, sacred symbols, right? Was that like four hours easy? Uh, I think they go long. Yeah. God knows what they talk about for that length of time. I mean, to be fair, if we went on every tangent that we end up on, we could be here for that long as well, realistically. Right. It's true. All right. Yeah. So anyway, the first story. Actually, no. First reminder. The Game Awards is this Thursday, December 7th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific. That's 7.30 p.m. Eastern and 11.30 p.m. in the UK. And I think Sam, we have Sam on record in the Discord saying he's going to destroy his sleep schedule to live react with us. That's my plan. Sam, if you're recovering from sickness, carefully uh, examine that decision. I am weighing it up on an hourly basis, I assure okay. you. Gotcha. Well, we hope you're there anyway, even if it's the detriment of your health. <laughs> um, all right. Second, the PlayStation Plus catalog, or sorry, the PlayStation Plus monthly games have been updated for December. Available December 5th um, on PlayStation Plus Essential, right? That's the $80 a year, the lowest tier subscription option. You can get LEGO 2K Drive on PS4 and PS5, Power Wash Simulator for PS4 and PS5, and Sable for PS5. Pretty, I think it's pretty good. Lego 2K Drive, I think, is from what I've heard on PSVG, underrated game. People have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And Power Wash Simulator. I was talking to my friends yesterday about this. What if there was a speedrun for Power Wash Simulator? I mean, the community must exist, just like any game. But like, that would be so funny. Who can clean this car the fastest? I played I mean, Power Wash like Simulator. Time trial stuff in in the uh, game, but yeah, I played it at PAX, and I'm like. All right. I, I did un... What was it? Oh, yeah. It was a SpongeBob and the Invisible Boat Mobile mm. from SpongeBob. Yeah. And to get, quote unquote, get the dirt off, it makes it... You see the dirt, but then when you clean it, it becomes invisible again. And yeah. that's funny. But anyway, a decent catalog. Also, there's a PlayStation Plus Spotify playlist. You can follow that... that um, has PlayStation updates every month. It features songs from the soundtracks from monthly PS Plus titles, as well as deeper cuts from games in the game catalog and game tutorials. Interesting. I, I use Apple cool. Music. Yeah, it is kind of cool, though. I wish I used Spotify, because Apple Music doesn't give me any podcast statistics at the end of the year like Spotify does. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how... I mean, obviously, this is probably going to be quite niche. Not a lot of people are going to use it, I wouldn't have thought, unless I'm severely underestimating the popularity of this kind of thing. But 
I'd probably I probably add it to my rotation, and then I can just dip in and out every month and see if there's a cool song from a game I would or wouldn't play. Video yeah. music's good. Who knew? Are you excited for the PS Plus games? You're gonna play all of them? Um, I'll probably play. I'll probably check out one of them. If you're going to check out one of them, I think you'd like Sable the most. That's the far. one that I'm going to check out. I think Sable was, came out to a good reception, right? Yeah, relatively, from what I recall. 9 out of 10 rating on Steam. Very oh, positive. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No no, no easy platinums for me this week, uh, for this month. At least for the monthly games. We haven't seen the catalog update yet. Oh, yeah. Just you wait. I'm sure there will be at least one Peppa game for you. Yeah, or a Paw Patrol. I need another one. Uh, you know, the, the veins are running dry. I need, I need another hit. Um, I have. I mean, technically, I have platinumed Power Wash Simulator already. So I'll try, I, I am interested in trying out Sable, though. Same as you, Bree. Um, mm-hmm. Like a, a chill exploration thing. That seems like something I'm kind of hankering for at the minute. So, yeah. You still need to finish Chance of Scenario. I do. I do. I do. I do. I'm getting close. Really? I'm like, yeah. Have you finished it? Yeah. I've, yeah. Completely. So finished. I'm like, I'm. I think I've got one more rung of the tower to go. What tier are you on right now? There's like merchant, guard, musician. I guess they're bards technically. I mean oh, I'm in the I'm in the um the one with all of the scientists. Okay. Al or alchemists or whatever they are. Yeah. Okay. With all the all the machinery and stuff. Okay, yeah, you're getting pretty close. What is this again? I totally tuned out which game. <laughs> it's okay. Chance of oh, Scenario. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. Very good. I played it while I was in Jordan. Okay. Shall we do the next story? Yes. Game Pass is never coming to PlayStation. <gasps> In a recent presentation with Wells Fargo, Tim Stewart, who is Xbox's CFO, said that games uh, said that Microsoft's aim, sorry, was to bring Xbox Game Pass to any screen that can play games, including Nintendo and PlayStation. Uh, many Xbox fans took that to indicate that Microsoft is preparing for an industry where Xbox hardware no longer exists, uh, since Game pa Xbox Game Pass and its exclusives are a primary value driver for Xbox Series X, Series S, and Xbox One hardware. When asked about this comment in an exclusive interview with Windows Central, Phil Spencer said, quote, I'll start by saying we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. It's not in our plans. When I think about investments in things like Game Pass and Xbox Cloud Gaming, Crossplay and Crosssave, and ID at Xbox, all of these things... I want us to continue to innovate so people on our console feel like we're making investments in console that matches their commitment they're making to us. Game Pass was one of the things you know that over the last five years we built and we continue to grow and it's on PC, it's on cloud. It's an important part of the Xbox console, Xbox console identity and I think it will continue to be that. 
and we will continue to look at future ways for us to innovate across our game portfolio and our platform, end quote. Of course, this is going from Windows Central, Jess Corden. Bollocks. Yeah. Bollocks. No Bollocks plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. What you mean except the numerous verified instances in the not too decent, not too recent, not too distant past where you have actively made offers to both of those platforms to put it on and that you've been rejected. That they've been trying since mm -hmm. Game Pass has been a thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, obviously, Phil Spencer isn't going to say anything other than this. So you think this is the like, well, I never thought you were attractive anyways after being rejected. <laughs> in in a roundabout way, yes. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, there was like quite a big furor around this, you know, around what Tim Stewart said. Mm-hmm. Um, and like is Xbox going third party which I actually do think is more likely than people want to admit um, but yeah I think I think this is like in a very timid sense damage control from Phil where like he is trying to quell discontent and say you know Xbox isn't going anywhere and you know people are committed to us and we're continuing to work on Game Pass. It's like, well, you didn't talk too much about hardware in that statement, Phil. Mm -hmm. You said about growing cloud gaming and cross-play and cross-save and continue to innovate across our game portfolio and our platform. Yeah. Which is which is Game Pass. Mm -hmm. So. So I feel like it's a whole lot of nothing that he just said. Um, so do we think that, okay, a couple questions here. One, do we think that Xbox is going to have another round of hardware when PlayStation 6 or whatever they call it hits? Yes. Two, two do we really think that Game Pass would never come to PlayStation? If yes, is it PlayStation saying no, or is it Xbox saying no? If they had the opportunity, they put it there. All right. Yeah. They, it, it, they, it will so it, be PlayStation saying no. It's, okay. it's a service they're trying to get to as many consumers as possible. PlayStation has the market share in the console market. Xbox knows that. Microsoft knows that. If they were given the green light by Sony, they would totally put it on the PlayStation. Right, like, but, but PlayStation has the power in that relationship and would always say no. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like, okay, this is probably a bad comparison, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. It's like saying, why would Amazon eventually, eventually I think it becomes a conversation where it's like, why would Amazon put Amazon, uh, what is it, Prime Video on any other platform that isn't a Fire Stick or, an, or a Fire TV, right? Yeah. yeah like that i think that's what it will that's the kind of you know how, right me saying that seems like really stupid well yeah they would put it everywhere i think that's the kind of place xbox wants to be with game pass as an app as a service and that's the goal right get it as many places your phone your ps5 your fridge your microwave anything that is a digital screen and can access the internet and, and can stream things yeah they want to put it there and 
I think Phil's just not saying this for now. We've seen this before in the games industry, especially with Nintendo, where they literally say, we don't have any plans to, what was the most recent example? I think Nintendo said at one point, we don't have any plans. It was either about a game or a piece of hardware. They just said, no, we're not doing it. And then the next year they, they did it. It's just straight up. So yeah. it's, I, mean, I think that's more of a strategic comment for his senior leadership, either a board of directors or shareholders or all three. It's not representative of what Microsoft as a corporation wants behind the scenes, which is put it everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like Xbox's whole ethos right now is cannibalizing a la carte game sales to incentivize subscriber growth offer everything day one on game pass reduce the actual game sales overall there are of course exceptions um and that drives subscriber growth but <clears throat> when um kevin first shared this news this uh, phil spencer interview in the discord kyle said I'm just going to quote him. He said, I think it would be smart for them to offer it, but do a curated version of it and keep first-party games exclusive to PC and Xbox. And I, I responded, I said, well, that's the exact opposite. That's the exact reason that PlayStation will likely never accept Game Pass on PlayStation because Game Pass isn't just first-party, it's third-party. And because of the nature of Game Pass being a day-one thing, it's a lot of first party the second that that third party game comes out. So why would PlayStation bring a competitive subscription service onto their platform that will cannibalize sales of those third party games on their platform that they aren't even earning the maximum revenue from? Mm -hmm. If it was exclusively first party Xbox content as Game Pass, I think that that is a far easier sell for, for PlayStation. But because it's intrinsically got third party looped into Game Pass, I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, to, sorry to answer your question, Bree. I do think that Xbox will have another round of hardware. I would not be surprised in the slightest if it's their last. Um, in, in the traditional the sense, they, they may well do like, you know, dongles and TV sticks and stuff like that, but actual dedicated hardware, I don't know. My argument to this, I posed a question to Kevin and uh, Jeff Axel on Project Excel. I said, uh, you know, the, yes, we're only looking at it very recent, the past couple of months, but their hardware, hardware sales have been getting worse and worse. And this, you're talking about that happening, like 50% drop off in hardware sales. And this is the month's following the biggest game xbox has supposedly ever had in starfield and that hasn't that's actually see almost like perceptively making it seem that hardware sales are getting worse in spite of that game coming out the correlation is is obviously you know up in the air but i don't know that xbox has another game that will have the hype and the furor and the conversation that Starfield had. And Starfield isn't shifting consoles. So if it's again, we could we'll probably see an uptick because it's the holidays, so people will be buying Xboxes. But long term, I think we'll we will continue to see a decline in Xbox hardware sales. 
and ultimately it gets to a point is do the ju the costs justify the means if we aren't selling that much and it's getting worse consistently is it worth when their entire thing is game pass is it worth putting all that money into r and Ding a new console yeah and i mean i think the other thing that like a lot of a huge thing is that when you develop games, you have to develop a specific version for wherever it's coming out, right? So you have to have a PC version that's separate from the Xbox version, that's separate from the PlayStation version, all of that stuff. So it's not like a huge downtick in development costs and time, but not having to worry about developing an Xbox version and just focusing on a PC version, I think would help. Yeah. So... Again, not a huge amount, but I think it would be enough that it would be like, oh, this is a nice little bonus. So, I think currently all things are indicating to Xbox potentially shifting out of the console space. They have every reason to. They haven't been market leaders for a long time. It's looking like it's getting worse in hardware sales. I mean, it is. But on the flip side, the recent acquisitions they've made in Bethesda and ABK have made them a publishing powerhouse more so than they even even more so than they were before. So they have a lot of cards in their hand right now, a lot of bargaining chips that they can use in a third party publisher sense to make lucrative deals that they will make endless amounts of money off of. Yeah, I think I think they'll at least make an Xbox Series successor. I think they're definitely yeah. making another console that comes out later this decade or mm -hmm. late this decade. After that, I don't know. I really don't know. But I think a console after the Series X, a successor to the Series X is guaranteed. Yeah. In large part, number one, people haven't... Uh, I still think consumers haven't really moved from... There's still a huge market to be leveraged in people who buy console boxes. Number two, with the acquisitions, I think it's a chance for the company's biggest Microsoft, that's a chance they're willing to take where it's right. Can we put out the just see how the sales go over the next, you know, one to five years of Xboxes with all these acquisitions now? Just see, is, see how much harder they first. Sell console yeah. launch that we can have where we can say definitively we have call of duty we have right XYZ. so while the sales suck right now in terms uh let's do this hill maybe that's not the best way of putting it while the sales have significantly decreased over the past year next once all the abk stuff hits game pass i think it's a very good question on what happens. Is that a turning point? I think there's a good chance it is, but we'll have to see that. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Oh, whoops. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and the fourth story we have today. Um, so just putting our timestamp down. So NCSoft. And Microsoft, Microsoft, <laughs> not Microsoft, and CSoft, look, Soft, we're talking about Xbox, right? Come here, break. And CSoft and Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE, um, have announced a strategic partnership. So NCSoft, um, 
announced they signed a strategic global business partnership with SIE and the two company CEOs have met. I guess that's Jim Ryan. Yeah, at this point, it's Jim Ryan still for mm -hmm. Sony have met and jointly signed the partnership. Under this partnership, they will collaborate in various global business fields, including mobile. Ew. <laughs> the two companies are evaluating a range of potential opportunities, leveraging NCSoft technology, Sony's leadership. And a quote from this CEO of NCSoft, Taekjin Ty 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 Kim. Taekjin Kim, is that Korean? Uh, yes. I know Kim's a common Korean last name. Anyway, um, this partnership with SIE is the beginning of our efforts to build synergies together, utilizing both companies' core competencies. And so, and yeah, and Jim Ryan said that advances Sony's strategy beyond console and to broaden PlayStation to reach a wider audience, to create impactful entertainment for players everywhere, to push the boundaries of gaming further. I, I really wonder if this is code for we want to consult, uh, we want to consult on diving into the mobile market. That's what this reads like to me. Um, or I guess the mobile slash streaming market, global collab collaboration, right? Quote, various global business fields, including mobile. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think this is PlayStation head of the mobile direction. And probably streaming. I I, I doubt they're going to make mobile exclusive games, or a, maybe putting PlayStation Plus Classics on mobile. Also a good idea, or just yeah, like a well, no, these mobile phones are really built well for streaming. Period. So just streaming PlayStation Plus catalog on your phone. Yeah, I mean, like PlayStation's internal mobile division is kind of. Or has been imploding for a while now. Um, Savage Studios recently renamed themselves to Neon Koi. And some people are speculating is that alongside them shifting out of mobile game development? We, we don't know yet. Um, so, yeah, I think like the mobile initiative that they've been trying to do internally hasn't panned out. And it makes sense to partner with. This is the best case scenario, I think. Partnering with a <clears throat> another publisher developer externally to collaborate on something Sony PlayStation related. Um, it means we're not taking resources and time away from the internal studios. They can focus on making the games that, you know, in the nicest possible sense, we we actually want. Um and they can have these sort of explorations into the mobile streaming e markets where they could maybe hit on a real uh, gold mine, but it isn't detracting from internal studio stuff. Um, I will say, like it's not mentioned here, but NCSoft is or had already partnered with Sony because NCSoft are the ones making the Horizon MMO. Oh. That's important. So, uh, yeah, like NCSoft, for people that don't know, they did like Guild Wars um, and uh, the other game I'm blanking on, Lineage, I think, is another one of theirs. Quite, quite renowned developer, obviously not sort of prolific necessarily, but they've done a lot of stuff. Um, 
so yeah makes sense that they would further solidify that partnership um is it indicative of anything more beyond that who knows but this is how sony normally do it this is how they've done it historically they have partnered up with third party made them into a form of if not formal second party put out a few projects see how things go and then they acquire so i think it's possible it's it's uh, it's a south korean company obviously we were saying before we start recording there's a lot of sort of burgeoning talent there in in that uh, region of the world so it makes sense for sony to double down i guess Um, I did just want to say, just because I thought it was interesting, I looked up this guy. Um, so he is the CEO, but he's also the founder. Um, NCSoft is Korea's number two online gaming company. And he was listed in Forbes as um, in the top, in Korea's top 50 richest people. Hmm. Jeez. Well, I, I had no idea they made Guild Wars. So knowing that, I wonder if it's also... Well, yeah, they're MMO. Well, they're already developing the Horizon MMO. So maybe more of the games as a service world umbrella. MMOs, mobile titles. Yep. And right outsource now it's not going to... Right, outsource it. Right now it's not It's not going well for Sony. I hope that continues. Uh, that, <laughs> I hate games as a service. And uh, there's only one type of... There's only two types of games that I think Games of Surface works well for, and it's sports and racing. Mm. Update your model, update your car models. Um, when your license, when your licenses expire, can sub out those cars for new cars that you have new licenses for as a game developer publisher, right? Because a lot of racing games get delisted because they literally don't have permission to use those cars anymore from the manufacturers of the vehicles. Yeah. And in sports games, roster updates. Yeah. So you don't think that it works for stuff like league and stuff like that? All right. All right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So when it comes, I I feel like MM, I league is already a service. Like it's built in. I feel like competitive online multiplayer games are already service games, for the most part. Okay. Like esports centric games are you for the most part are service games, already. Um. But anyway, yeah. For that, I also think it it, it applies there. Right, new okay. seasons, new weapons, stuff like that. But for I guess yeah. more traditional, I guess quote unquote traditional game types. I don't know. I guess I just wasn't thinking about them because I don't play them. So that's just a miss for me. But sports and racing and MOBAs, MMOs, competitive shooters, I feel like those are the titles that lend themselves well to games as a service. But you don't need you don't need to make everything else games as a service. Yeah. Like kill the justice league but we'll see yeah i think that not everything needs to be a service but like but i think that some games just do better with that model um i also forgot to mention fighting games do for a lot of fighting games funding is really important especially for ongoing dlcs and character <laughs> packs so there's like no games work with games as a service like, no except for all like, of the genres <laughs> uh okay what am i i don't want it to be egregious right I just don't like games as a service in general. It, actually, I'm going to take that back. It would be really nice for fighting games if we could just release the whole roster at launch. But for how funding for a lot of these and the corporations go, they do need that extra income. Well, do they? I don't know. Just give me all the fighters in day one, okay? 
Maybe I've been, this is all stuff I've been fed. Just feature complete Baldur's Gate 3-esque day one. Here's everything. And the only thing we're going to release next are cosmetics and uh, bug fixes. That would be my utopia, but it's not the world we live in. Fair enough. All right, who wants to talk about Stellar Blade? Right. Sam, you mentioned it. It's okay. I haven't read one yet, so I feel bad. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. All good. I don't love reading out loud. Um, Stellar Blade okay. developer Shift Up formalizes PS5 co uh, publishing contract with Sony. With this announcement, Shift Up is the first South Korean company to use Sony's second party partner program. Um, Stellar Blade will be far from Shift Up's first game to take over the West. Goddess of Victory Nike um, is uh, an extremely popular mobile game in South Korea with a very large and dedicated following in the West as well. Um, this game was also developed by them. Um, not much more to say here, but this comes from Derek Lairmore at MXDWN. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the only reason I mentioned this was what well, I mean. I mean, it's pertinent because it's it is PlayStation news. Um, yes, but again, like like with NCSoft, South Korean talent. Um, I was saying before we started recording, it would have made sense to go after what what was the developer of Liza P? Neo is. Uh, let me Google it so fast. Liza P. Um, um, yes, Neo is. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's been talks, and but that um, I suppose Stellar Blade has been like a known quantity for m multiple years at this point. Um, but obviously, they've seen something that they like. So again, not that I'm superimposing anything on this, but this is a developer that isn't massive, but Sony seems to like what they're seeing because they, they're doing publishing, and it's now a second party, which is one step closer yeah. to first party. The studio could probably be gotten relatively cheaply in comparison to other things. So, and they have mobile game experience. That's a lot of boxes being ticked. Never know. Is anybody interested in Stellar Blade? Me. You are. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Is it confirmed for PC too or just PlayStation? I think it's PC. I think it's just console exclusive. Yeah, well, I, I could be it's wrong. Supposed to be coming for. I, I'm almost 100 percent sure it's coming to PC as well. But let me. Yes, it is. Blade. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> God, it just. She looks so cool. She looks. Yeah. It reminds me as someone who hasn't really uh, played it. Um, it gave me a lot of like near vibes. It gave me a lot of near vibes as someone who's played it. <laughs> yeah. Good that my uh, assumption was correct then. I can't tell if it's just the butt or oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One of many reasons, I'm sure. Uh, oh my god, y'all! Holy cow! Okay, sorry. I just... <laughs> so okay, so all I googled was Stellar Blade, and then I went to the image, and it's just a bunch of buds. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. <sighs> what did you expect? You know, honestly, uh, the internet did not disappoint this time. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, you just like. One of my favorite things, like on the internet, that this is tangential. I apologize, but I think it's so funny. Um, is that uh, with 
like for example in reddit there's a reddit called it's it's technically like super bowl but the way they have it capitalized is superb owl <laughs> and so all they do is post owls in that subreddit but every once in a while somebody's that's like wanting to talk about the super bowl will try and come in and post about it and they're like this is for owls dude <laughs> Just stuff like that. Like sometimes the internet is just um, I full of surprises. What came up in my Google search? <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean she's she's caked up. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to play this game. Right. <laughs> I think it's also to be fair. So it's I mean she's kind of got like that Android kind of look, but she also has the companion the same way that you have pods in near. Mm. One day my dream will come true and you guys will both have played near and then we can have a long discussion about the story that would make me so happy one day to be fair i haven't gotten all 25 endings but okay well all right well i think we're going to move on to some listener questions from last week that we didn't get to. Um, so yeah, Kyle said, sorry, that's it for the news. And Kyle said for for his first for our first listener question that while sales to the PS5 are still thriving, the upcoming game schedule looks bleak. Helldivers is two is the only announced exclusive new game. Toph is eating paper on my desk. This is great. They have for next year. Um, when do you think we get some sort of state of play and communication from PlayStation? We've kind of oh. discussed this briefly before, but I feel like some sort of communication will probably get on the 7th of this month, right? Like we're probably going to get at least some communication from PlayStation at the Game Awards. They'll have a presence for sure. Yeah. Um, in terms of like a real communication, I think if I remember correctly, I said like January, February, and I think Sam said like March, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't know. I have a weird feeling. Uh oh, he knows. Be... <clears throat> I, I don't, this isn't, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. But the, I have a weird feeling they aren't going to do anything till like the usual June slot. Oh. Why, do, why, would... why, what reason do they have to? Yes, there's like tons of discourse of like Sony's quiet and they're not saying anything, but the console's selling better than ever. They've just had Spider Man 2. They are. So, but I mean, they've got. What's coming out next summer, though? Well, I mean, there's. there's Technically, Carl's question is kind of wrong because the only announced exclusive new game they've got for next year, that, that isn't true. Helldivers 2 isn't the only one. Because you've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, you've got Concord, you've got Stellar Blade, you've got Rise of the Ronin, you've got Pacific Drive as a more indie side thing. So there are other exclusive games that are new for next year, some of which have dates. Granted, there are some we don't know, but if we have Rebirth, Helldivers 2 and maybe say rise of the ronin right forgot forgot rebirth so that is the confirmed that is next year so yeah so they've got quite a few games third party still but exclusive early next year that can coast them through the first months 
get to the usual June time where they have a usual showcase or big state of play type thing, then you can give like a release date trailer for Concord. Stellar Blade could be about to drop. And those could be both for winter games. Would I would I love something else? Of course. But comparatively, PlayStation has been doing a pretty stellar job of putting out big Unintended. games. Unintended. Mm, mm, unintended but yes i mean kind of works so if if next year is a down year i'll be disappointed but I'm, i won't be surprised because that just means and again i'm not trying to become an xbox fan of wait till next year wait till next year um because apparently they are still waiting till next year uh even though starfield came out this year um <laughs> But if if that means that like Wolverine hits early 2025 and then we get Ghost of Tsushima 2 and then we get like whatever Naughty Dog is doing next or whether it is Corey Barlog's game in 2025, that so many studios have been quiet for so long that either there is stuff that we don't know about that's coming out later next year or there is a lot of stuff that is going to hit 2025. Mm-hmm. So, I think I would prefer I the we don't know what's coming out in twenty twenty four because like so do I. I don't, I don't need a stacked year again. <laughs> so do Give I. Me at least a couple years, please. But there are going to be third party exclusives we don't know about yet. There might be another first party exclusive that we don't know about yet coming out next year. We also have Death Stranding 2, which doesn't have a date, but that could feasibly be next year, especially if we're going to see something of it again at the Game Awards, which is highly likely. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel that they can coast in terms of Carl's question about when I think... Would I like it to be early next year? Of course. But I think that they have enough stuff early next year, third party, it's going to be big. Like rebirth is going to be big in particular, that they can coast out and wait until the the they can kick off the summer, similar to what they did this year. But hopefully, the showcase is just exponentially better than the one this year. Mm-hmm. That's my take. Okay, I have a question. This may be silly, but Hollow Knight is coming soon. Silk Song specifically. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a timed exclusive for Xbox, right? Or most likely? I think so. I think no? So. Okay. So then maybe that'll come out uh, next year. It, I know. I think it's coming to Game Pass day one, but I don't think it's console exclusive or anything. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. I still need to play Hollow Knight. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Ugh. Hollow Knight is so good. When, when do you think they're talking, Taylor? Uh, outside of game awards, when do I think they're talking? Outside of game awards, I think well, it depends what they say at the game awards. That's fair. If they don't show anything new and it's more like a sizzle reel for what we already know and some minor stuff, then I think we'll have something Q1. If it's like Wolverine release date reveal, if it's brand new projects we didn't know existed, 
like Corey Barlock's project is revealed. It really depends how much they spill the beans for giving you an insight into what's next year. If they don't do a lot, I think it's Q1. If they show some pretty staggering, um, not stag, I won't call it staggering. They give you um, a good amount of information about what's coming next year and when, then I could see them coasting until maybe March-ish. I feel like we'll get one communication before E3 either way, though. Um, I think at least one, either in Q1 or Q2. Um, like, didn't we have, we've had state of plays in May before, right? I think yeah. I'm making that up. Yeah. yeah. So if, yeah, I think at least one before E3. If there's not much shown at the Game Awards, maybe two. I mean, there might be like a dedicated state of play for Rebirth, but that doesn't really count. Right. I'm not counting that. I'm saying like a showcase or a state of play for upcoming projects or a platform to announce new. Mm. That's fair. You're still hoping early though, Bree. I'm hoping, yeah. I don't think that they're going to do like a huge blowout earlier in the year, but like just something to kind of like personally tied me over <laughs> like hey here's some stuff that we have coming so that way i'm at least like a little bit because like right now i really do feel like yeah we know some stuff that's coming yeah we have some ideas of some stuff that's coming but everything feels really unknown and it's exciting to have so much that's unknown but also kind of like makes me nervous not that i think that they're going to like you know drop the ball or anything but i'm like like, I just want to know what's coming. Yeah. So. Hoping for something small, maybe in the January, February time frame. Cool. For my birthday. Come on, guys, please. Well, I mean, they, they have to do it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For my fake birthday, though, not my real birthday. Right. Yes. Top's excited about it too. My fake birthday is um, uh, Valentine's Day because it's my favorite holiday. So I pretend that it's my oh. birthday sometimes. Ooh. Interesting. It's only one think? week off my real birthday. So. What do you think, Top? Yeah. Oh, Top got something to say? Nope. I don't know if you heard that. I did hear lots of purrs. She's adorable. I'm really glad I got him. I got to pet her. Yeah, she just doesn't like to be picked up. It's her only stipulation. I've convinced cats that don't like being picked up to be picked up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't just my... like pick them up and they're like squirming and like they yeah. hate it. But yeah. All right. Uh, Kyle also asked: the PS portal is out now. Reviews mostly positive to mixed, depending on internet speed. Do you think Sony will support this? Or ended up like, or it will end up like VL, geez, or will it end up like PSVR two? Do you think Sony will support this, or will it end up like PSVR two? Mm-hmm. What does he mean by support? Yeah, my question is support, and I feel like it's too early to use the words like end up like the PSVR two <clears throat> currently is an end item condition. I feel like it's I... still a niche product that's early in its life, so uh-huh. I don't. Usually, when people say something ends up like something else. It's usually and associated with a negative connotation of some end result. 
And I don't think the PSVR mm-hmm. 2 has been out long enough, long enough for it to be an afterthought or a failure. Um, maybe I'm reading too far into the question when, and assuming too much when someone says we'll end up like, um, but in terms of support, I don't know if there's more support to give other than have, I feel like it has the support. It's just a streaming, it's a remote play device. So the support is just the PlayStation console, right? I don't think they have to do anything more. Unless they want to think about like more versions of it and the hardware in the future. Sam, you're waving your credit card. That's that's just completely incidental. Okay. (laughs) It's not me being like, oh, I will. I will pay money for the portal. I... As someone who now owns a PSVR 2, I I think the sentiment of the question is that PSVR 2 was a thing that seemingly had a high amount of potential, but ultimately hasn't received like major first party support, or you know, PlayStation themselves don't talk about it all that much anymore. But I think that anybody that was really expecting anything other than that didn't really understand the ecosystem like you say the the first psvr was always a niche project product had plenty of like killer apps in my opinion like a lot of great games but you know it it just never broke out on a on a mainstream level and i i certainly never expected psvr2 to do that even with all of its massive tech advancements and stuff um and I certainly didn't expect every first-party studio or even a fair number of first-party studios to be making VR experiences or games. I mean, so is the portal going to be supported? Yes, if you're talking specifically about, like, firmware updates and stuff, like, of course. I don't know what other, like you'd said, Taylor, I don't know what other support you can give it unless you are going a bit more abstract and being like, will Sony support the handheld streaming stuff? Which I think... That is entirely dependent on the direction of the industry as a whole and the um, infrastructure in place to support it. So can I ask, does the PlayStation, is there a way for Sony to truly support the PlayStation portal? Because it doesn't have its own games. The way yeah, that that's PSVR sort of where the, where, the, where the confusion is. So it's either support as in continue to push it and make sure that it stays working properly and fixes issues, or it's a more support this conceptual thing of a handheld and or streaming device option from PlayStation. So I think that, I think that it's probably a yes and no, because like they're probably going to support like updating it, but I don't think that they're necessarily going to like push developers to make sure, you know, like, Oh, we need games. That'll be good for this. I don't know. I also want to, and 
I may be wrong, but the PSVR 2 has never at any point completely sold out, right? No. Not okay, as far as I'm aware. So the Portal is complete. And I know that they're two different price points, but the Portal is completely selling out. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's already an indication that it's doing better than PSVR 2. Or they have really low <laughs> amounts. Yeah, it's one of those it's probably yeah. It's probably just that it's doing better than the VR. Although I'm sure that breaks some people's hearts. <laughs> but like, you know, saying reviews are mostly positive to mixed. Not that it matters necessarily in the grand scheme of things, but PSVR 2 reviewed incredibly well. Like, if you look up reviews of PSVR 2, it is calling it, like, excellent tech that is, like, leading in its field in a variety of ways. Um, so, like, I think... I think reception, like overall perception of PSVR 2 is mixed, but the actual reality of how the hardware itself was received was far more positive. And I've heard essentially nothing but good things about PlayStation Portal for people that knew what they were signing up for. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it going to be this super big thing that PlayStation pushes? Probably not. But I still expect it to do well. Because it's not rel- It's not like Sony has to go to developers, like you said, Brie, and say, we need to make sure that X first-party game that you're about to release runs well on the PlayStation Portal. That just isn't going to be an obligatory thing that they push on devs. Yeah, and I think it's also, like, the other way, too, where they're not going to be pushing, like, we need you to make a game that works on the, like, not just, like, is compatible with the portal, but, like, looking for games that are almost, like, the ideal experience is the portal. Like, I don't think that they're going to be pushing that way either. Like, I Mm. think that the portal just kind of is. Yeah, and that's fine. It's fine for peripherals and accessories to just exist yeah psvr2 is great i can speak for first that experience so you know maybe someday if they're releasing two or three big game bigger games from third-party devs a year that's about the click that it was for psvr1 and i was perfectly fine with that because you spend far less time playing in VR than you do on a flat screen with regular games. So it makes sense that there's going to be less influx of experiences mm-hmm. or ex- worthwhile experiences. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, we're at an hour and a half. We have a post show to do. I think we covered the, the questions. How are you feeling Taylor? Yeah. All good. All right, so moving on to the introduction. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on YouTube at CFB Game Media. Don't forget to check out our Discord. Links are all in the show notes. Uh, we are recording a post show about our top 25 games. So if you want access to that content and more, subscribe for just $1. $1 a month. 
do it. And do it. if you just want this post show, if you give us like a couple days, it'll be out. And then you could do the seven day trial and just check out this video. And then maybe you'll like it and want to do more than the seven day trial. Who knows? The post show should, will, will be out immediately. Yeah. But just in case it's not, that's why, you know. Okay. Have a buffer just in case. Just in case. It will probably yeah. be there. But if it's not, it will be there very soon. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anything else? Well, bye. Yeah. We're, no, not bye. Where can people find oh. you on the internet? Where can people find me on the internet? You don't want to know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> At Fabulous Brianna, F A B U L A S T B R E A N N A. Awesome. What about you, Sam? Anywhere and everywhere at Samhini, H-E-A-N-E-Y. Awesome. You can find me on the Discord. Yeah. So have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you.